It's January 12, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest recommends you get yourself a girl who can snowboard. He was apparently really moved by a Selena Gomez documentary, and he's open to watching any type of movie, but nothing about dogs. He is the co-host of the Ludicrous Report here at Know Your News on Tuesdays. This is Joey Carney. Joey, how are you, man? How are you? Welcome. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. It is a pleasure to talk to you. I was telling Joey, we have chatted like a fair bit, but we've never done a face-to-face before because this is the digital world that we live in now. So it's nice to, I guess, meet you face-to-face. Right. Form sort of, <laughs> you know, considering you've been doing Know Your News podcast for like weeks. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's, uh, that's the world we're living in. And you just celebrated a milestone birthday. So happy birthday, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, so here's what's going to happen. Oh, the first thing I should say, I guess, is, guys, if you want to get in your Super Chats to get your question or statement read on the air, uh, you can do it on YouTube, or you can go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size, and we will read your question or your statement live on this podcast. I got seven good ones again. Joey, are you ready to go here? I am ready to go. Let's do it. All right, let's start with story number seven, reported by TMZ. So the holidays are usually stressful when it comes to traveling. This year, it was even worse because of weather issues and staffing issues and technical glitches. You know, there's lots of stuff on the news about baggage issues and all of that. A woman in Miami was at the American Airlines counter next to a crowded gate. Suddenly, she noticed that her kids had walked away from the gate without telling her. Joey, what happened next? Oh man, I can only assume that she went bonkers. Uh, <laughs> uh, knowing a little bit about Miami, knowing a little bit about the people there, she probably uh, tried to get security, threw a tantrum, and uh, probably started swinging. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much on the right track. She ripped out a commuter monitor. She chucked it two-handed at a gate agent. We got a video clip. Check this out. This is anger management uh, issues for sure. Look at this girl here. She's talking. And then look at this. Double-handed, rips it up, and kaboom, throws it at the agent. She caused $10,000 in damage. She was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, criminal mischief, and aggravated battery. Look, maybe it's just me, but looking at that, what, what that woman did, I'm thinking that she had other stuff going on in her life aside from travel stress. What do you think? Yeah, I have to I have to kind of agree with you there. And if it was my kids that were missing, I don't have any kids, but I'm just <laughs> you know, just speaking out loud here. Uh if if it was me in that situation, I probably would have went to go look for my kids first before uh having my own uh Royal Rumble right there in the uh in the airport. I mean, I I got two little kids and I can tell you sometimes they know how to push the right buttons and they know how to kind of get on, get on your nerves a little bit. Yeah. Maybe she was on her last nerve and then she turned around and the kids took off and she's like, oh, fuck this. You know what I mean? Maybe she really just hates airports. I I mean, who doesn't really, you know? (laughs) So every, for every story that I do on this podcast, I try to ask a question somehow related to it. And so my question for you related to this one is, have you ever been on either side of a dramatic customer reaction, whether you were the customer or you were the staffer dealing with the customer? I've never been the customer on that end. Um, I've never really had a situation like this happen. I've, I've had customers uh, when I used to work in sales get you know get loud or whatnot. Never anything physical, uh, luckily. But uh, I guess you could say something close to that. Where I, w- I was working at a, a watch store named uh, called Tourneau, and uh, someone was pro- a customer was promised a 
a certain price. They came in weeks later. The price changed, obviously, being weeks later. And uh, they hit the glass and fractured the glass there. And that's pretty much it. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I was once, I I don't mind saying this because so much time has passed by that what's going to happen. I was once at a casino in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada, and I had one too many pops, if you know what I mean. And I'm at the slot machine with a buddy, and it was right on the cusp of hitting the jackpot. You know, the three things was right on the cusp, but missed it. And without even thinking twice, I went, ah, shit. And I like slapped the glass and the glass. Oh, man. And I leaned into my friend. My friend was next to me on another machine. I leaned into him and I said, we're leaving now. And he goes, he goes, what are you talking? And I pointed and he goes, oh shit. And we just beelined out of the casino. And uh, so if anybody's watching this from that casino and wondering what the hell happened, well, hello. (laughs) Well, did any sounds go off from there? Maybe maybe you could jackpot that way? I wish. (laughs) I mean, no. But uh, that's what happened. It was many, many moons ago. And I was a young, stupid, uh, stupid uh, human being. But uh, that's what happened. All right, let's go on to story number six, reported by the New York Post. Check this one out. So an 88-year-old man, okay, 88, he went to the hospital in Toulon, France, to seek medical attention. As a result of his medical ailment, they had to evacuate the hospital, and they had to divert incoming emergencies to somewhere else. Joey, what was the problem with this elderly gentleman that caused them to evacuate the hospital? Oh man, see, see, my mind goes to these dark places. It could, it could be <laughs> anything. Um, older guy, I would, I would have to suggest something. Uh, I don't know, something the issue with him going to the bathroom or something. It has to be something gross that people can't be around for. Something that uh, you said evacuated. Something along those lines. He had a World War I artillery st- a shell stuck up his ass. And we got huh. pics, courtesy of the New York Post. We got the x-ray, and there's the x-ray, and you can see it. It looks like he put it in backwards. It looks like he put, like, the wide end in first, yeah, according yeah. to that x-ray. And oh, here man. is what the actual shell looked like. Look at that thing, Joey. This is an 88-year-old man. So... They called the bomb squad. The bomb squad <laughs> showed up and they reassured everyone that the show was a collector's item and it would not explode. Doctors, as you saw there, they were able to remove it. It was eight inches long and two inches wide. The man is in good health and he's expected to make a full recovery. Look, people have different <laughs> ideas when it comes to sexual pleasure. And yeah. I don't judge. That's their business. Completely. But an artillery shell? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, the dude is 88. I guess he wanted to go out with a bang, Joey? I mean, he could. Uh, he may just be really into uh, military foreplay, I guess. I'm not really sure what was what we, he was thinking. Uh, 88 years old, I would suggest that you uh, maybe take a, go a little slowly in that, in that case. But I'm not sure what he was doing with mil- <laughs> in, in that situation. How does that even come about? I have no idea. How do you define military foreplay? Can you explain what's military foreplay? I, I would just say that it has to be some uh, military costumes and they're, I don't know, they're, they're role playing. <laughs> and artillery shows up the ass. I, I don't know. It, it could be, I got nothing for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can go in so many different directions with this. I'm going to try to keep it light. Have you ever gotten anything stuck mm-hmm. in or around your body that required you to get help 
removing it. And it could be like gum in your hair. It could be something in your ear. Have you ever gotten anything stuck somewhere and you needed somebody's help to remove it? Uh, no, not, not anything that would be dramatic. Um, glass. Yes. Uh, I've, I, I remember a story when I was maybe six or seven years old, I was picking up glass from the floor that, uh, had just broke and my dad was nearby and we were playing outside. I went to go pick up the glass and I heard my dad scream. No, my little sister decided to step on my hand while I was picking up the glass. I don't know what the reasoning was. She must've been four or five at the time glass all through my fingers still have the scars to uh till today but uh that's that's probably the time i would say needed something taken out of my my body <laughs> that's not bad i mean at least you didn't say you know speaking of that artillery shell there was yeah, this right? one time <laughs> you know what i mean all right guys reminder get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air or if you can't catch the show live go to kynchat.com leave a contribution anytime you want and we'll read your question or statement on the next show let's go to story number five reported by wionews.com all right this is another interesting one so there was a man in japan and he had a dream to look like something else he wanted to fulfill that dream and so he paid a company called Zepit, which is a Japanese modeling and makeup studio. He paid them 3 million yen or the equivalent of about 23,000 US dollars in order to make his dream come true. So Joey, what was it that this man wanted to look like? Uh, you stumped me here. I'm going to suggest some sort of animal. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a zebra. I don't know. That's what came to my mind first. A zebra. So oh, you're yeah. close. You're close. So he wanted wow. he wanted to be a real life wolf from head to toe. And so he got a custom wolf costume made. Check this out. Look at wow. that. Look at that. That we got additional pictures of this. I mean, that looks pretty damn real. I got to say, we have a close up of the head, too. Look at that, man. Now, I got to tell you, I would not pay 23 grand for a wolf costume, but that looks pretty damn real. Like, what do you think about that? That is a little too real. I mean, if I yeah. if I would have saw if I would have seen that walking around on all fours, possibly, I would probably I don't know what I would do. Run away. I don't know. But that is a little too. It, it was it all made or was it one of those they they took a real one and they just. I don't think, well, they didn't say, they, they just said that they custom made a costume. Yeah, I that mean, that, that thing looks like, that thing looks like if you put a red leather jacket on it, it could start like dancing thriller. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's, that, that's just what much. it looks like. You know what I mean? That's a little too much. I mean, I, I like Halloween and all, but Halloween is October. Not any yeah. This month. dude wants it all year round. I don't know. So yeah. is there any animal or creature, although maybe zebras are going to be your answer. Is there any animal or creature or person? that you would want a company like Zebit to make a custom outfit for, for you? Hmm. I don't know. I, uh, I don't think any person, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anybody that I would want to be dressed. That's a little too creepy. An animal. I think a cool animal to be, uh, would probably be a lion. I don't know. Lion king of the jungle. I mean, everybody that you see a lion and you kind of react. So I think if I had to pick one, that would, that would probably be it. But uh, not really anything in, in my mind. 
Fascinating. Do, do you think you'd be like walking down a yellow brick road next to a, a little right. girl looking for courage? Right. Get a whole team together. Get a team <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah. You could have a faction. That'd be your yeah, faction. Exactly. A faction. Yeah. Yeah, like a faction. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go on to story number four reported by BBC News. Okay. There's a health clinic in Doncaster, England. It's called the Askern Medical Practice. They sent out a text message to patients registered with them on December 23rd because they wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. So everyone on their list, they sent them a text message to wish them a Merry Christmas, but there was a glitch. And so those thousands of registered patients, they were sent another message instead. Joey, any idea what the other message said? Oh, man. Um, Well... Assuming that they made different templates to send out to different groups, I would suggest maybe they sent something out uh, like a happy birthday or, or uh, happy Hanukkah, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. So imagine if you were one of the patients on their list, they were sent a text message telling them that they had lung cancer. Oh my And God. here is a picture of the actual text message that went out. Check this out. See, I was trying to keep it light. This is wow. Yeah, this really happened. They said uh, for the above patient, diagnosis aggressive lung cancer with metatasis. And then they had information below about a form that they could fill out um, in order to get benefits. Almost 8,000 people, almost 8,000 people were sent that text message. And it took about an hour for a second text to go out. That basically clarified the mistake. So that means that for one hour, two days before Christmas, thousands of people thought that they had lung cancer. Like absolutely unbelievable that this would happen. What do you think of this? Like, how does that, how does something like that possibly happen? Honestly, that that's, that's not even a mistake. That that's a, that's a fireable offense in my opinion, whoever, was in charge of that. I, I know for, for the work that I do outside of wrestling, we have automated messages that go out to uh, specific ones that go out for specific things. And, uh, you know, if someone gets mess, messed up like that, I mean, someone has to be held accountable. And, and that's not, especially around the holidays. That's not anything that you, that, that's not, a, that's, it's not a mistake. That's, that's a, that's an F up. If you know what I mean? That's- I'm sure there's a lot of people after that hour would go by. Cause I'm sure they'd be yeah. like devastated during that hour. But when the hour goes by and they, they get the text saying, Oh, I'm sorry. It was a mistake. I'm sure a lot of people would just be relieved and they would yeah. be like, Oh, Oh, thank goodness. Not this guy. This guy would be calling my attorney. That's what I'm, I was just going to say. And I'd be telling my family, guess what? Guess what? Christmas is paid for this year. Yeah. Because the Askren medical practice it's going to pay for our holidays. I was so, just going to suggest that. Is that that is that a, a offense to, to to sue? I wouldn't even know. Oh, I, it's got to be. It's got to be. You talk, be. You talk about uh, what, what would the term be? Uh, uh, let's just say yes. Yeah. Let's just go okay. with yes. I think it yeah. would be. Okay. Has anybody ever accidentally sent you a wrong message that left you in shock or despair for a short period of time? Or have you ever accidentally sent a wrong message to somebody else? Oh, I've definitely sent the wrong messages to people countless times. I, I am so e- – you can even see some of my tweets sometimes. It's not autocorrect. It's me just – I write something and send it out without proofreading it. It happens all the time. Uh, but one instance that uh, I can remember, I had someone, a good friend of mine, send me a text. It was a breakup text, and it was oh. not meant for me. Uh, it was meant for my friend. So I knew my friend was being broken up with before he did. By text uh, message? By text message. I'm not, I'm, 
just all the wrong things that can happen in that situation. Wow. So what did you yeah. do? I, uh, well, I called, I called the girl. I said, listen, um, it's not, uh, it's not who you think it is, <laughs> but yeah. I, what would you do? Would you, cause I didn't do anything. I just said, all right, I'm going to pretend I didn't know anything uh -huh. uh, because I don't want to get involved in someone's relationship. But would you like go to your friend and say, Hey, like beware or it would depend on who I'm closer to. If I'm closer to the girl or closer to the guy. Yeah, I was close to both. Uh -huh. um, it was very, I was Switzerland. I was very much in the middle there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Good friend. Wow, that, that's the world we live in now where people are dumping people through text message? Yeah, no, yeah. Man, I, I would never, man. I would See, I, I've been with my wife since like 2009, so I'm, I, I've gotten to avoid all this bullshit. Yeah. You know? Lucky but, you. But <laughs> uh, I can't imagine dumping somebody via text message. Fuck, that's just the world we're living in, I guess. I don't know. No. Dating right. today is just... Oh, I can imagine. I can. I mean, now you hear stories now about catfishing and. Oh, it's, and, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Final reminder, get in your super chest of your question or statement right on the air or go to kynchat.com and leave a contribution at any time and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. Let's go on to story number three reported by Oddity Central. All right. These keep coming and they're always real. It's just fascinating. So apparently there's an issue in Africa with fraudulent pastors. One guy staged a, staged a fake resurrection in order to trick his congregation. Another guy said that he would heal the sick by spraying them with bug spray. Well, there's a pastor in, in South Africa. He goes by the name MS Budeli. He advertised what he called a worship conference on December 25th on Christmas day. And there was a promotional poster that was made and it made the rounds on social media because it was showing that he had the power to do stuff, but it cost you money. Obviously, of course it did. It cost you money. And some of the promises that he made were typical. Like, for example, for 20,000 Rand, which is about 1,100 US dollars, he would help you see God in heaven. But the biggest ticket, which cost 300,000 Rand or about 17,000 US dollars, was promising something else. Joey, what promise did Pastor MS Budeli? make for people that were willing to pay 17 grand us it's got to be something sexual i'm not sure what it is but we know the world today people pay for sex it's got to be something sexual uh he said he would help them win in an online gambling game called aviator here is the promotional poster and this is real this is real look at this so there is uh, Emma's Budeli right there. There is where he said to see God in heaven, 20,000 Rand. The bottom one, 300,000 Rand. Look at some of the stuff. To cancel your debts, 5,000 Rand. To get married tomorrow, 10,000 Rand. <laughs> to be protected in crime, because I guess they're in a high crime area, 20,000. Yeah. To see your future in your phone, 20,000. Doesn't this tell you about priorities that people have? When like, hey, get your your debts canceled for five thousand, or you can win in a gambling game for three hundred thousand. What do you think about that? Yeah, see, I understand what they're doing because they're assuming that if you uh, get all your debts, you know, deleted, I mean, you'll be you'll be free and clear. But if you win this game, you'll be able to make as much money as possible to clear to clear your debt and have extra. I'm assuming that's what they're thinking. Uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, my mind went completely like left field with that one. Oh, but, I know it uh, did. Oh, you're still thinking about the 88-year-old with the yeah. shell in his ass. Yeah, probably. and I think definitely for that poster, you got to get the Know Your News team to to do some graphics because you guys do some fantastic graphics, and they uh they need some Photoshop over there. So maybe 
I think I'm going to tell, I'll hit up Pastor, Pastor Budelli and I'll say, I'll tell you what, I'm going to make you a deal. So you can clear up all my debt and I will get more graphics made for you. It'll be a good trade off. There you, you know go. I mean? Perfect. So my question for this one. So Joel, can you put that poster back up? All right. If his promises were real, which one would you most be willing to pay for and why? Huh. Well, first, I guess it depends on how much money I have. No, okay. Uh, which one would I want? Uh, I would probably say uh, protected in crime. Really? Really? Yeah. Because you're living in New York? Is that why? I guess so. I mean, I don't do anything that's would be a criminal offense, but I guess like if it ever were to come about that I had to do something, I guess I'm uh, I'm off limits there. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I think they're also talking about you're protected, meaning no one else is going to like mug you or shoot you or harm yeah. you in any way yeah. kind of thing. Fascinating. I'm definitely going for the future in the phone. I want to know I, what's I, I going on. That one. I was thinking that one. Yeah, that would be good to know in case there's any like nonsense down the road I have to be prepared for. Yeah, that, that would make me just too anxious. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, because you're waiting for the day. Yeah, you're waiting. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it's good stuff. All right, let's go on to story number two, reported by The Sun. So there's a woman in South Africa, and her name is Aviwe. I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing it right. Aviwe. She was desperate to lose weight in order to qualify for breast reduction surgery. She found out about a medical procedure that could help, and she decided to give it a try. Joey, what did this lady do to lose weight so that she could get her surgery done? Uh, I have no clue whatsoever for this one. She she <laughs> definitely had to it was she definitely had to eat something that could help her prevent uh, or get get weight loss or whatever. Um, it's definitely got to. She ate something. She she was told she had to eat something to help her with that. I think in her case, she probably did the opposite. Didn't eat anything. She got her jaw wired shut. And here is a clip. <laughs> Courtesy of her TikTok, which is which is a underscore v nineteen. Look oh, at this. Man. This is real. So they actually call them slimming wires. They actually have a term for it. They call it slimming wires. Put it up again, Joel, because it goes really quick. Look at them putting that in. So they attach brackets to the teeth, and then they wrap a wire through them, and it keeps your jaw shut. She could only drink smoothies, and so she lost thirty one pounds in seven weeks. Because she could only have smoothies. That seems a little bit extreme. What do you think about slimming wires? Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I think that would be more of a health hazard than anything. I, you'd think you'd think it's not the best situation, right? No, I mean, I I have a great appetite and I can eat really anything. But I don't think that there would be a situation where I can't control myself. That I need to have my jaw wired shut so I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. I've, I've been eating keto for like the last three months. I've been eating uh, low carb yeah. and I, I dropped like 10 pounds. It's easy. It's not hard at all. I'm sure as hell not, not wiring my jaw shut. Not yeah, necessary. No. All right. So have you ever tried any kind of a self-help self, yeah, self gimmick, whether it be for weight loss or better skin or better hair or any of the bullshit that you see on television? Have you ever tried any kind of self-help gimmick? Oh, I have, I have. Let's yeah. hear it. What do you got? Give me some I've, idea. Give me I've examples. done the smoothie diet. They say you can lose some weight. When I, I was ah, that doesn't work. I even tried one time. It was a long, a long while ago. It said uh, like the fast, the whole fasting thing, and 
it got to the point where I was like seeing stars in the middle of the day. And I was like, this is not healthy at all. No, How long no. were you fasting for? I was doing like four to six hours. That's all. And because and, yeah. and, I, I intermittent fast every night. Yeah. So, so between like 7 p.m. and about 9 a.m. the next morning, I don't eat between yeah. 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. But it's because of my schedule with my kids. It's very easy. We have to have dinner by seven. Oh, wow. I don't eat breakfast till night. It's simple. So four to six hours, really, that was your limit with fasting. Yeah. And I was just, I was having liquids and coffee, whatnot, but no food. And wow. Wow. But yeah. you haven't fallen for any, you know, they have some really, really stupid bullshit. Like, do you remember the shake weight? Shake weight. Shake I've, weight? I've never tried it. I've, I've always seen, <laughs> I've, I know people who have tried it. Um, and it I mean, all, all, it. all men in their own way have tried it. <laughs> but yes. uh, when I saw that, I thought, okay, who came up with this one? And what was the, what was the inspiration? You know what I mean? Funny story about that one. I've seen someone uh, a long while ago. I saw someone using a shake weight on a subway and it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever, they were just there doing it, looking around at people like it was like a normal thing to do in public. It must've been the shock. They were going for the shock factor. Yeah, they definitely. Maybe they were filming or something. I I would assume so. But uh, yeah, I remember an episode might've been an episode of the Simpsons where there was a guy and like his left forearm was puny and his right forearm was like Popeye the sailor man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking that dude created the shake weight. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. Has to be. All right. It is time for story number one. The last one reported by NBC Miami. This is interesting. So there was a commissioner's meeting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so that people could discuss and review a nearly $1 million contract for a waste processing plant that the city wanted to do. There was a group of people that attended the meeting because they wanted to propose what they felt was a better alternative way to spend that money, right? So they wanted to tell city council, instead of spending almost a million dollars on this waste processing plant, how about you spend some of the money on this other thing instead? What idea do you think that this group proposed the city council in South Florida? Oh, man. I lived in Fort Fort Lauderdale for like almost 16 years. Oh, okay. I, I, I consider myself one of them, but I, I don't know, depend, depending on the response to this, whatever they ask for, I don't know if I do necessarily, <laughs> uh, if they were, it's gotta be something for, for, uh, I'm stumped. I'm stumped. Okay. Well, you never would have guessed this. Yeah. So it was a dominatrix group. They were asking for 250 grand to build an SMN dungeon. Here is a clip from the city commission regular meeting, courtesy of the city of Fort Lauderdale. And this is real. Check this out. Good evening. Good evening. <clears throat> Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. So, I propose that you use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County, to build a dungeon created for us by us, 
the taxpayers and voting citizens. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. Yeah. I want to go on the record and say I no longer claim to be from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, knowing the area, knowing the type of people that are, are in South Florida and Broward County doesn't surprise me, to be honest with you. There's a lot. It doesn't surprise you. A lot of craziness. A lot of crazy. There's a lot of money there, which brings a lot of craziness. Uh, and I guess you're wondering why all the all the left field sex stuff were coming to my mind. I think it's from living in South Florida. <laughs> As you can see here, they're a little insane. Well, city council had fun with that. And after those people left, the council members, they were asking each other, hey, are there any districts that currently have a dungeon? Like, what about that district? Do they have a dungeon or does that district have a dungeon? They're having fun with it. Goes without saying, they're not spending money on an S&M dungeon. They're not going to do it. But uh, fascinating situation. So last story, it's like, what question do I ask Joel Carney? but somehow related <laughs> to this shit. So I'm going to try to keep it light. If you were going to ask your town council to build a structure for you, what kind of structure would it be and what purpose would it serve? Uh, so being uh, you know, in the wrestling realm, I would have to suggest uh, I, I need a, uh, a, a wrestling ring studio production setup. <laughs> Whether for me or to have other people come in, uh, it would definitely be wrestling related. Have a ring set up, uh, maybe to do a podcast, who knows, but something with a wrestling ring uh, set up there. That would be fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good answer. I'd probably do the same thing. I'd probably look yeah. for either that or some kind of a structure to keep my kids in if I want to break. Yeah. You know? So well, I like that. And I invite TJ and Natty to come and do some lessons and do all the stuff they do out in Tampa. So. There you go. There yeah. you go. The demon diva can come down there. Absolutely. And, uh... oh, she's first on my list. First on my list. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank our guest, Joe, Joey Carney, for joining us. Uh, Joey, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. I appreciate you, uh, Jimmy, for having me on. Uh, you can follow me at The Angle Radio uh, across the board, all social media. Uh, host a wrestling podcast, talk with a bunch of uh, big time wrestlers, all different kinds of wrestling content, also on TikTok, The Angle Podcast. And you can catch me every Tuesday at 3 p.m. on the Know Your News channel with the Demon Diva Isa hosting TLR, the Ludicrous Report. Uh, and again, Jimmy, thank you very much for having me on and all the stuff that you do with the Know Your News uh, channel. A lot of great stuff like we talk about on the show, something different every day of the week. It's, it's really a pleasure to be a part of it. Absolutely. Thank you. I do this for fun. I don't do this for money. And uh, if the day ever comes that stupid people knew stops, that's when I will stop this thing. That means it's never going to stop. <laughs> so all right well that's going to do it for kym live tune in next thursday at four o'clock eastern time for more silliness that's totally real until then bye for now.